Welcome to the Disrupt Education Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Hostrosser. Before we get to today's guest, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to the Disrupt Education Podcast. And we have another great guest today. But before we get to that, I want to ask you all to take a look at peterhostrosser.com or disrupteducation.co. You see, I love to light up people's passions and give them the confidence, the network, and the tools to actually grow what they want to grow and move to where they want to move and actually just see people move forward in their lives. So take a look at that, peterhostrosser.com or disrupteducation.co. There's a bunch of other stuff there. You'll see where I'll be, my blog, this podcast, and so many other things. This episode of Disrupt Education, we have a great guest, Dagmar Kaufman. She is the founder of On Balance Parenting. It's a place to support parents in raising joyful, competent, and resilient children who live wholehearted and balanced lives. We talk about anything and everything across her educational path and on to different things that parents and students should know. I do want to make one remark. If you want to check out her on Facebook, it will be at On Balance Parenting. You will be able to take a look at one of her Heart Talks Parenting Courageously series that will be on January 14th, 2020 from 7 to 9 p.m. And it is a meetup for a conversation about kids, parenting, and pressures that affect us all. All parents and caregivers are warmly invited. This is a free uh, event. Take a look at her Facebook page for that uh, to get uh, registered for that. All right, we'll start this conversation right after a word from these messages. If you have a child who's passionate about getting into a really great college, you take him to an SAT coach. If you have a child who's really passionate about playing basketball, you take him to a basketball trainer. But if you have a kid whose passion is off-brand or is trying to find their passion and ignite it, you need to take them to Peter Hostrauser. When I was a junior in high school, I began making videos on YouTube. We're doing something in my small business management class that has never really been done before. It wasn't before long that I met Peter Hostrauser, the small business management teacher who helped put me on a course of entrepreneurship, one of which has been the most uplifting and passionate journeys of my life. Peter is a master at pinpointing passions and opening doors for the youth who need just one correct move to set them in the right direction. He will triple down on their strengths, help them build their network and portfolio, and most importantly, help them utilize these learning points so that they can make money with their passion to live their dream life. I, as well as many others, can honestly say that we wouldn't be where we are without his business and coaching expertise. If you're looking to help your student ignite their passion, Contact Peter Hostrauser at phostrauser at gmail.com. The Disrupt Education vlog can be found on YouTube. To hear it in podcast form, search Disrupt Education on any of the following podcast platforms. Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Welcome to this episode of Disrupt Education. I'm Peter Hostrasser. I'm here with a guest, Dagmar Kaufman, who is 
just a changer of education. That's what I'm going to label you as okay. right now. So I, I take that. Tell us a little bit about change who you maker are. and thought yes. leader. Yeah, yes. I like that. Yeah. So I am. Um, I got to this over the, but I guess over my life journey, mm -hmm. um, when I'm really passionate about human beings and about connection mm -hmm. and communication and community. And what I've seen over the years is that we have created this very small little box in which we're trying to push everybody, even mm -hmm. though at the same time we're saying, oh no, you know, you go your route, but that's really not what is happening. Yeah. Um, I've lived in Chicagoland in 20, for 20 years now, and what I've seen is that in, in districts like ours that are high achieving, the, the kids get very much pressured and pushed. Right. And there's very little room to you know follow your interest because that we have we have in all good with all good intentions mm -hmm, we mm -hmm. have created this path uh, that is very narrowly defined and our d d success is defined as college admission mm -hmm. and i'm here not here to say i went to college i went to graduate school mm -hmm. and that if that's your thing that is a wonderful right. path to take i'm so yeah. i'm not against any of that i'm mm -hmm. just saying there is a lot more that we could teach mm -hmm. um the kids and we could expose the kids to. And so then two and a half years ago, because I just couldn't understand why nobody was doing really anything about it, because over the years I had worked a lot with social emotional learning. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tell us about that path, like what led you to this? Because that's very interesting. I, th I yeah. think so much, so my background professionally is in, um, is in higher education, yeah. research and policy analysis, mm -hmm. and specifically in teacher education. Mm -hmm. Started out in Washington, D.C., uh, had received a scholarship, um, and it was all about, from the German government, uh, mm -hmm. it's an association that is sponsored by that, the, the members are 350, 400 mm -hmm. research universities, technical universities yeah. in, in uh, Germany. And they're funded by states and by the federal government. Mm -hmm. And so the whole idea is that if if you expose yourself to different people, you'll create more of a com communication. Right. It's yeah. like similar to Fulbright, yeah. right? right? And mm -hmm. Fulbright's model, and this, which is one of my big models, is yeah. that if you go abroad, you're going to change um, um, ideologies yes. into yeah. human aspirations. Totally. Yes. Yeah. And and so that was, you know, that I came over. I came over here, mm -hmm. um, and my whole thing was American studies, where we study American culture. It's all about critical thinking. Mm -hmm. You have to take classes interdisciplinary, where you have maybe five or six. I don't remember core classes, and yeah. the rest you have to take in other graduate departments. Oh, wow. So yeah. you have to go in with people like I went into journalism and mm -hmm. uh, sociology and you're sitting there with people who have been socialized into mm -hmm. their methods, right. into the way in which they view the world. Mm -hmm. And so then yeah, not having any of that background. So right. now you have to sit there and figure out, so how do you ask the questions about something that yeah. you don't even know what questions right. to ask, right? <laughs> right? I mean, it is. I, I thought it was really awesome and yeah. then for me coming in anyway f with a different set of rules mm -hmm. and cultures and language yeah. I was looking in from the outside to begin with and yeah. then in the academic s sphere I was looking in from the outside again mm -hmm. so it's like two levels of looking right. in from the right. outside wow. and so um, when I was in um, yeah, I mean it really is because it really gets to gets you to examine what is normal. Right, right. <laughs> Which is hard to define, right? It, it, normal yeah. is normal. Like in yeah. my household yeah. with our uh, with our kids, it mm -hmm. was always normal is not normal is not normal. Normal yeah. is how you define normal. Uh, uh, I see. 
because everybody defines their normal. Of course, mm -hmm. within you, you know legal limits right, and, and, right. and, 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 and all of that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying you know whatever. Yeah, right. um, so so then I um, I thought I wanted to be a journalist, mm -hmm. um, but you know I was really good with languages. I'm really organized. Yeah. So there were all kinds of different things. So my parents always you know promoted the the strength, and mm -hmm. we followed. Yeah. I had you know I had an internship. Like in, in school, yeah. was in a hotel because I thought maybe you know this is what I want to do because there's languages, there's people, yeah, right. and I had to run through all the departments. I was at, at the front desk, I was in the business yeah. department, purchasing, mm -hmm. you know, billing, yeah. everywhere, yeah. and I had to get myself there first thing in the morning. You know, get up at like five o'clock, take the subway across town, right. go and get and do the whole thing. So get to practice yeah. all of these things, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so then. Um, when I, I needed a job, I you know I wasn't making any any money, so I mm -hmm. saw. Um, well, b before I let me back up. I had um, because I wanted. I thought of maybe wanted to be a journalist. I, the internship coordinator at the University of Maryland mm -hmm. kept saying, "Well, why don't you go to Annapolis to the State House because yeah. it's legislation? Mm -hmm. That's an interest of mine at yeah. policy or po and, and 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 policy and in general." I'm like, "That's a great idea, but I really want to be a." journalist yeah. mm -hmm. at least at, at the time that's what I thought because mm -hmm. I love writing and <laughs> what what a neat idea trying to do this in English y mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and um, so <laughs> she finally she finally I was persistent enough she finally got me an internship and I uh, ended up not on the news desk but in, in the education department oh, at okay. USA Today yeah. yeah and so there you can already tell how yeah. things go there the way they're supposed to go without you even. And I thought, okay, this is th this was cool. Mm -hmm. Again, I traveled all the way from Maryland up to Northern Virginia. Yeah. You know, to, at the time, took an hour and a half um, to, to get there. And I was writing curriculum material for um, to go out to the schools with the paper. Mm. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. And so then, I need when I was in graduate school, that I needed I needed a job, and I found a, a writer researcher. Uh, position at the American University, uh, American Association of um, Colleges for Teach Ed, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so it was all about research and policy mm -hmm. uh, analysis. And particularly in the beginning, it was about recruiting minorities into the teaching profession, mm -hmm. yeah. right? and that was a long time ago. Still and we're still and we're still not yeah. any. I mean, it was like 1983, a nation at risk. Yeah, right. And we have not. Have yeah. our numbers gone down? I haven't looked at data. I don't well, know it's have, it's it's it, no, I haven't recently, yeah. but it's really interesting because I think there's a difference between the East Coast and the Midwest. Because yeah. when I first came here, mm -hmm. um, I had come. We had been uh, overseas, and I'd come here from an international school. Okay. Right. Yeah. So there's like 45 different cultures, yeah. uh, many languages, yeah. uh, all kinds of different normals, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and um, I arrive in DuPage County mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's very different yeah. it is not very <laughs> it's not very diverse and no, the, no, yeah, and, yeah. and you know and the and the people thought it was very diverse because the neighbors across the street were from Texas <laughs> and that's interesting that's, information yeah, to have right. because to me that's nowhere close to diverse but right. you know but your normal is not normal, normal. Yeah. that is your normal right, right. and so 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 then the, uh, our district had um, created this multicultural education uh, commission at the time mm -hmm. and so I, I I I went I sort of invited uh, myself because I thought y you know hey. I had written about uh, recruitment mm -hmm. and something like, this yeah. is awesome 
it was very interesting because nobody really had a good idea of what they were yeah. t talking about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and so uh, you know, and now it's after twenty years, we're going we're going in the right direction. But you right. just see where what has to happen in order for a person to learn, right? And it's mm -hmm. not because somebody talks at you all the time. Yeah, it's yeah. a wonderful example of how growth and social change happens. It it gets thicker and more complicated and we're wrestling more with it and that is what we need to make sure mm. that the kids understand. Right. We're right. wrestling and, and nobody that's nobody's fault or anything because for a while mm. I was I was really before I decided that I was going to try to provide some of the answers mm -hmm. in on balance parenting. Right. Um, because I was wondering why nobody was doing anything about this. Right. And then I thought, well, okay, then I'll yeah, <laughs> do something it, yeah. about it. But, but the, the growth, right, mm -hmm. that we have in terms of social change, mm -hmm. or that is information that we gather as we grow and, and, yeah. and do more things. Right. And the kids, we're sort of s telling them by the age of 17, you have to have all this in a package. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, they don't have it. Right, right. Because we all have also actively stripped everything away. Mm -hmm that could create an opportunity for practice because it is all about practice. What, um, and you can talk about on balance and parent or, or whatever, but what do you think would be maybe one or two big steps that we can do now to really start to change and get this ball rolling a little bit? Right now, well with the parents, I'm, I'm trying mm -hmm. to work on, um, and to, to finish the question mm -hmm. uh, about, I. I think it started in second grade when the psychologist invited me to um, join her mm -hmm. advisory board. Okay, yeah. When right. my older one was in second. Right. So when I look back at it, yeah. at the time I didn't know, but that's, I think that's, that's when, when, it, okay. when it really started. Was there a moment in that, like, in that I experience don't that was just like, wait a minute. It was really interesting to see the, the, the issues and the problems mm -hmm. and the, well, the, the ungrounding. Yeah. The, the lack of grounding th mm -hmm. that I saw. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's why with unbalanced uh, parenting, mm -hmm. I am trying to support parents in sort of acting counterculturally, act according to their own set of values, mm -hmm. and try to see if, we, if they can find their values. Mm -hmm. Because the more you can understand what you are interested in, yeah. what gives you energy, what makes you flow, yeah. right? When you know that, then you can share that with your right. with your kids and right. in, in in all these in the world of a hundred million choices yeah. then you can create more of a of a path that works mm -hmm. for your family for your for your kids try to yeah. to, to support that in terms of school um, I think the mental health data that kids have at high achieving school mm -hmm. if it were an infectious disease we would be all over it yeah. uh, because it is it is not okay mm -hmm. It is not okay for um, over a third of our kids in DuPage County being anxious and depressed. Right, right. It's and, and those are not the ones who show up with stomach aches or headaches. Those are the ones who feel sad or uh, or um, depressed for two weeks in a row, and that's right. the definition of clinical depression. Mm -hmm. okay. And that's so that's n not okay. Right. So and we have all this data that IOS gives us, and when you look at school climate and caring and meaningful participation, mm -hmm. it's awful. Mm 
Right. Everything that has to do with you feeling good in a place mm -hmm. so you can actually do things and be interested in different things right. are, not, are not there. It's, it's interesting because sometimes you hear, uh, well, I see, I've seen it just in the news lately in a, a school around here where they're bringing, you know, dogs in and, and just to, you know, calm the kids down. But it seems like that's, they're just putting a Band-Aid on the, on the wound. They're not really, okay, well, we'll just treat the symptom. We're not really going to go to the yes, disease. We, we, you yeah. know, and, and it takes, again, it takes courage because the metrics are pushing on everybody, right. pushing on the kids, on the educators, on, this, yeah. on, this, on the system at large. But at what point are we going to say, okay, let's take a pause, mm -hmm. let's breathe, and I have nothing against dogs or oh mindfulness. Yeah. I'm a yoga practitioner. I, yeah. um, it's, it, that is all good, but it is not a sustainable. Right. You know, we can just throw these Band-Aids mm -hmm. out because we need to change something systemically. And I think if we um, had some evidence-based research on student well-being mm -hmm. and said, okay, yeah. um, and I'm working like the, the um, proposal that I had for South by Southwest mm -hmm. uh, with Dr. Luthar, she actually does um, research. She's the leading researcher yeah. on, on students at high achieving schools. Mm -hmm. um, and she has a survey, so if we, which identifies the top three um, factors mm -hmm. that for your school you need to be working on, yeah, right? Because right. she is all yeah. about, you know, let's not throw out 15 things and then we create the same confusion right. and noise that we have with <laughs> the IYS. Because right. I mean, everybody has sense. their everybody has their student um, uh, data and their community mm -hmm. data, but mm -hmm. what do you, do you do with that? Right, right. Well, well, how are you actually going to work with that? So yeah. that is wonderful, and I think in just in my own experience, the more responsibility and trust you give the kids, the mm -hmm. more they're going to respond to that. Because right. when you look at school climate data, uh, I don't think we trust and respect the kids well enough. Right. Um, I agree. <laughs> we can give them, th th they are trying to please us. Mm -hmm. They're trying to please their parents if we trust them. Because what we're doing, taking all these things away to clear the path so they can just do great in their classes, right. is taking away all the part in life mm -hmm. that is really necessary for you to be successful in life. Yeah. You know, all the things that we call the soft skills yeah. are really the hard skills. Yeah, really, yeah. And that I, love, I love the way you put that because that's, and in, in, you know, do you, do you feel that this is part of the reason why there are less and less teachers coming in I mean, I know that we can talk college costs, we can talk, you know, how much p teachers are getting paid and, and such like that. Um, but we know that, you know, people aren't coming into the industry anymore. There's, there's huge shortages. Do you, do you feel that that's I part think of there is a lot of, um, I think there's a lot of burnout. Yeah. And, and you are by yourself, right? I mm -hmm. mean, you are in your, in your classroom mm -hmm. and you have all these things that you have to run through, you have to run through the curriculum, you get paced by the department. Yeah, right. And I think mentorship, um, like I have a lot of friends uh, um, at home who, who are teachers mm -hmm. and they take care of, of um, student teachers. Um, they have to go for a whole year. Yeah. So you're responsible for a person for a whole year, mm -hmm. but they also don't have to teach as much. Right, right, yeah. They, they have time special just to to be with that person, mm -hmm. and then they are in a in a in a cohort where there is more sup more support, and right. um, the education is wider, the pay is is better. Mm 
um, here, I mean, and it was when I was in teacher education research, it was they were burning out to three to five years, right. and, it, and it really hasn't changed. And, you know, seriously, yeah. when you think about it, Peter, at five years, you're just at the point where, you know, sort of have an idea of what you're doing. <laughs> What's happening, yes. You know, in terms yeah. of classroom management and then and then trying to get on top of the curriculum yeah. you, you, you have to teach. So yeah. um, I, 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 I think if we started, plus we could do something at the same time. We look at the, at the student well-being index and then you look at um, maybe we run it more um, in block schedules. Mm -hmm. I find mm -hmm. the schedule yeah. not only for the kids but the staff mind-numbing. Mm -hmm. Of yeah. course, when we change yeah. its block schedule, <laughs> you have to teach differently. <laughs> right, and right. of course, there's going to be resistance because people sure. say, well, I've never done this before, and I get that. Mm -hmm. But if you have you know, two hours of English on Tuesday and then again on two hours on Friday, yeah. you teach about time management. Yes. You have more room to think. I've, I've taught in both. Yeah. Actually, I've taught in a 7-8 period day and a, uh, matter of fact, we were 10 period one time in, <laughs> in a school and then block scheduling. It was a full block, eight, yeah. you know, and it was the students were less stressed. Um, you know, I know a lot of schools around here have got a mo modified, yeah. modified block, which even, you know, takes some of the stress off. Um, well, let's go then to the parents, because here's something that I had just this morning. So yeah. we're in final exams right yeah. now. And uh, one of my friends, who's a colleague at another school, and his daughter were in the car, and, and she said, my daughter has a question for you. <laughs> and literally, it's like 7.30 in the morning. It's funny. Um, and she asked, why do we have final exams? And I was like, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. you know. So I, I gave her some data that you know it doesn't really help. Um, it's and my, my only answer was it's status quo. It's what we've always done. Right. And, and it's nothing to do with you. Just do the best you can, but don't worry about it too much. Right. Um, and it, it was come through with w her dad was taking her to school and yeah. it, I could see his values, right? So, right? so with what you do with the parents and building values, how, what, what are some of the suggestions of how to get parents to start to ask those questions because and we'll put your website up because it's it's it, it's so much great information in there. Oh, you have a wonderful you. blog, um, podcasts on there and and such. Um, but for a parent like somebody who doesn't really know education, um, yeah, what are, what are some things that you I think, would you know? I would I always encourage people to to think much wider, zoom out, mm -hmm. because all that academic achievement and I'm not against academic achievement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But A, your kids are not going to be uh, incredible at 150% on everything because that's right. not, because you do that, you crush the soul. Mm -hmm. Because every kid is going to have interests. Right. And, and so focus, focus on that. Mm -hmm. y you know, if somebody doesn't do any work and ends up failing classes, that's a different story. Mm -hmm. But zoom, zoom out and see the larger, larger picture. A, a B in math or a C or even an, uh, the occasional F is not going to yeah, not uh, is not going to yeah. the, is, you're not mm -hmm. going to die yeah. you know you're not that doesn't mean you're not going to be successful right. and this whole college thing b people have to understand that college is a business mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and a lot of these factors that they use to rank colleges are completely useless information right right or very little information. Let right. me let me let me yeah. say that. But you know, academic quality. How do you determine that? And I was at a presentation at, at a, a parent presentation the other day, mm -hmm. and somebody asked that question. And I'm glad she did because it wasn't really part of the presentation. But 20% of 
um, the, 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 the ranking is uh, uh, made up of uh, academic quality. And the way they in which they determine it that is by sending out 4,000 surveys to university deans and presidents. <laughs> and then they start ranking each other's university. <laughs> there is no, there <laughs> is no quantitative. Yeah. This is completely subjective, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, or, or, or class sizes. You know, intuitively you might think, okay, that makes sense perhaps, right. you know, whether you have 100 or 10 kids in a class. Mm -hmm. But the way the colleges and the universities get around it is by um, having a cutoff, and then they send in the data to the college board, yeah. and then they're opening it up again. Mm -hmm. So when mm -hmm. your kid gets there, there might be, again, a, 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 a hundred. Right. You know, what right. is really, really important is how your kid is engaged, and it doesn't matter where they are, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. you can be at this at this university that had, has all this prestige, uh, right. and your kid just doesn't really know what to do and is is lost. If there's something, you know, I don't know, playing soccer mm -hmm. or being in a band or there is a club that they like, you yeah. know, engineering club, doesn't matter. Yeah. Whatever gets them interested and excited to be there, that's what creates belonging. It's not the it's not the place. Right. We right. have also I th I think we have like too much um, put on the same level that y you know your character is determined by where you go to school. Mm -hmm. um, it's branded. It, it's yeah. you know it's great that I got a scholarship, but it was awesome. It was competitive. It was merit based and all that. But that doesn't tell you anything about who I am as a person. Right. Right. And what does count in life? What counts in business when mm -hmm. you go anywhere? It's it's your person. How can you communicate? How can you? How flexible are you? All the things that our districts put out there, mm -hmm. as like the graduate profile. Yeah. And right. then you look at that, and then you look at what we're doing. Right. Right. Coming up after the break, I asked Dagmar about what kind of things students and parents can do to handle stress and a bunch of other pressures in high-performance schools. Stay tuned. Uh, yeah, I was in, in the district I work in, there, there is that profile of a graduate piece that's coming, and, and there still is disconnect, and I feel like it's a move in the right direction. Yeah. Um, but what do you think that um, students, and, and I'm, I'm particularly secondary ed, uh, my wife is actually primary, so okay. there's we have interesting conversations all the time. Um, but what what do you think is one way that a student in a high-performing district that is just test score and and you know College Board, all this stuff, what other things do you would you suggest a student and or a parent kind of work on? Just Intern internships, I yeah. think internships on, and job shadowing, mm -hmm. going someplace, and not, and not taking a program to go and volunteer in Guatemala. And I mean, and that mm -hmm. is nice, but there is so many organizations uh, around yeah. that you can volunteer at mm -hmm. and get excited about. Yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, it's, it's, it's hard. A lot of parents feel the, feel the pressure, mm -hmm. a lot of parents, because everybody is, y y you know, our districts love it when right. the College Board sends them a certificate. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's not always about AP. And what I tell the parents that I work with, our older one was um, recommended for all these honors classes, mm -hmm. and we had just barely moved here. And I and I looked at the guidance counselor and I said, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Just because he gets good grades, because he he just gets good good right. grades because yeah. he listens and he can, you know, it's easy. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that it's really interesting to him. Mm -hmm. There's a difference. Mm 
Mm, yeah. Good grades does not mean good grades. Okay, you mm. do your work, uh, but that doesn't mean that you're necessarily interested yeah, in something. That's a great point. So if you want to go deep, mm -hmm. then go deep in what is interesting to you. And even though I mean it didn't w it didn't work out because after European history, because there was so much stuff that had to be crammed in there, yeah. they never really had a conversation. My, my son said, "You know, this is for the birds be because." <laughs> Uh, this is no fun. Yeah, right, right. You know, because the conversation and the talking about it mm -hmm. was fun to him, and that wasn't really happening. So he decided he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna do it. Yeah. And again, that's what I tell the parents: it is your kid telling you mm -hmm. what they like and don't like. Right. We don't get to we don't get to tell them that they need to like this. <laughs> right, right. You know, you, and it's really you hard. Like being a doctor. You yeah, it, like being it's a it's really hard. Right. It's really hard, especially when the kids are different, right? Yeah. It's one yeah. thing if your kid is very similar to, to you, mm -hmm. but it becomes really challenging when their rhythm is yeah. completely different. Mm -hmm. But that's why part of the mission statement of unbalanced parenting is love your kids for who they are and not for who you want them to be. Right. Right. So they can live to be the best expressions of themselves. Mm -hmm. One of the things I run into with a lot of students, and not necessarily my own right now, because he's still trying to figure out, okay, well, you know, where do I fit in and stuff coming in as a freshman, which we're just like, take a bunch of electives, have some fun, don't <coughs> worry about the, the cores, you'll, you'll get those. And he, he does school well, it right. seems very similar to your son, um, is time, right? So I've noticed there's a lot of parents that are doing you got to be in a sport and you're, you're in all these three different things and you know the school day is it's a long day for yeah, a kid yeah. and um and and then afterwards there there could be a sport there could be they could be in a, in a band or or something like that um how do you how do you find time to do an internship or or some shadowing or maybe in this yeah. maybe in the you know in the in the summer because i'm yeah. a big believer in in um and the kids tell us that that they want time to be because mm -hmm. if we want the creativity, if we want innovation, if we want adaptability, flexibility, mm -hmm. we need to let the kids be. And they have been telling us, we're just not listening. Mm -hmm. We need to give a lot less homework. Yeah. Um, I mean, pr primary school, we don't need any homework. <laughs> Middle school, maybe half an hour. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of research that backs this up. I'm not mm -hmm. making this, yeah, I'm oh making yeah, not making this up. Um, so we could do a I'm lot less. I'm just feeling it as a parent. Now I have a middle schooler who she gets a lot of homework. Yeah, and it's struggling. She struggles. It's 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 too much. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're do, you know we're working harder instead of smarter. Uh, we're, yeah. we're because I think there's a lot of fear in the system. The, the yeah. parents are afraid. The districts are afraid. Everybody is afraid that we're not good enough. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so we're working harder and yeah. harder instead of saying, okay, maybe we need to work smarter. Right. So we need just somebody courageous enough to say. You know, hold on a second. I met I met a superintendent um, the other day who has redone everything and just looking at student well-being mm. and so reprioritizing. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, when when I was uh, served as PTA president at a very high achieving school mm -hmm. in DuPage County, well, actually it's Will, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, a sophomore died by suicide six mm. weeks into the term. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's, the PTA was really upset, so I ended up co-writing the social-emotional learning resolution mm. for the Illinois State PTA. So it's been part of the legislative platform for 11 years now, yeah, right? Yeah. And one of the research points is if you are doing well inside, mm -hmm. you're going to be doing well out here. Right. And your academic achievement actually goes up 11%. So if we could just, if it's for those who are primarily interested in academic achievement, mm -hmm. 
if that cannot give some support, right. that we really, uh, you know, with the li latest PISA study, Mm -hmm. The United States is is not in a in a in a good spot, and right. I, and I think we have maxed out on this idea that life is just about a achievement and a performance. Right, right. I think y you know that's important, mm -hmm. but but maybe that's only like twenty five percent, and the rest is we we need to figure out who we are, and that's mm -hmm. a process of life, what we're interested in. Yeah. That is not something we can talk at somebody. <laughs> we can right. give all these choices, yeah, right? right, right. Uh, but again, what I've always always tell uh, uh, the parents I work with, there's many choices, but that's a blessing. That doesn't mm. mean you have to do them all. Right. And that's why it's called balanced. We, we, yeah. we need to, we really need to hone down on what is interesting. Yeah, are all these things interesting? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you can't do 15 things. Right. Right. I mean, you can, yeah, but yeah. You, you we're, yeah, we're seeing, burn, yeah. we're, we're burning out and mm -hmm. we're seeing what, you know, and there's never any space for mm -hmm. quiet flexion because playing for an elementary school, mm -hmm. every time our kids show any kind of, uh, you know, a, a blimp of interest in something, mm -hmm. we stick them into organized, <laughs> right. uh, organized sports <laughs> yeah. or, or in a class, uh, right. you know, an art class. No. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, the parents are exhausted, the mm -hmm. educators are exhausted, <laughs> the kids are exhausted. It's, it's a great point because I think one of the things that I see in the secondary level is students are unable to make decisions by that time because we have made the decision so quickly for them. Yeah. I see that all the time. I see kids freeze. Yeah. And so we have to, you know, in the business world where I, I work in business education, I have to reteach students, okay, yeah. make the decision. And a lot of them are very fear, fearful of, I'm going to make the wrong decision. Right. I get some of it social, you know, I don't want to look so, but yeah. then you make it a safe place. So right. that's where the social emotional learning comes in. Why has it taken so long and still not? even close to social-emotional learning? Why, why do you think? Well, I, I, I think at first it probably was an unfunded mandate. Mm -hmm. And people didn't really understand in their hearts mm -hmm. uh, what this is about. Yeah. Because, you, you know, it's, it, you can understand it intellectually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that you really have a connection to it and are going to actually end up doing something about it. Mm -hmm. So, so this last, the last couple of years perhaps, mm -hmm. and especially this past year, I've seen a lot of momentum mm -hmm. um, uh, towards that, that people understand that something has to happen because mm -hmm. we can't, you know, the kids die by suicide. Mm -hmm. We have grief sessions. We have experts mm -hmm. coming out telling us very good tips about what is going on. Right. But what are we actually doing? I was sitting at a session the other day mm -hmm. and um, a parent presentation where I was in the audience mm -hmm. and somebody says, you, you know, it's really hard to get your kid out of an AP class when they have decided they don't want to mm -hmm. be in there. Right, right. And then of course the counselors mm -hmm. with all good intentions, mm -hmm. they say, well, you need a challenge. And yes, right, yeah. and I'm all on board for that. Mm -hmm. But do you need a challenge in, in five different things where so much homework is, right. because we can't you know, tell the kids you have to manage your time and that's all good and mm -hmm. fine, mm -hmm. but you can't manage yeah. 50 different things. Yeah. Right. Especially when, when nobody can manage right. 50 things really well, yeah. right? And, and they have so much growing to do. I think sometimes we forget mm -hmm. that on top of everything else, they're making the biggest leap. Yeah. Right. In their physical, mental, yeah. and social 
in that time frame. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you have kids. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, you turn around and they've grown this yeah, much. Right. It's like I have to stop feeding them. All <laughs> the all the all the energy that goes yeah. goes in, into that. So mm -hmm. I, I think the adults need to listen mm -hmm. much better um, to to the kids because yeah. when kids tell you at the age of twelve, I feel like I have to have a life plan, yeah. and I just want to be That's a kid. Yeah. Right. That's right. really yeah. powerful. Yeah. And, and we're it's upsetting as a parent to me, honestly. Like, what, what, wait, what? Like, exactly. it's, it's they're too young. Yeah, and it's all about college. Why is mm -hmm. it all about college? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the parents, um, and of course, there are parents who are very adamant that it is all about college and it's all about the five or six um, professions that we think our kids can mm -hmm. go into, which really makes no sense when you look at it. We don't even know what yeah, we're educating yeah. the kids for, right? right but right. it's the doctors, the lawyers, the engineers. And, and that's just, <laughs> that is just, that's crippling. Yeah. I mean, I was at one event where this young woman took her until sophomore year in college to tell her kids that she, her parents said she really wanted to be a writer and not, and, mm. and not pre-med. Right, yeah. I have just a lot of students like that just right now. think about yeah. that. You know, yeah. we have created chronic stress, mm -hmm. Peter, mm -hmm. to the extent that the National Academies of Sciences and Engineering and Medicine this summer mm classified kids at high achieving schools at risk. Wow, wow. On par with the kids yeah. who, who live in poverty, right. who's, uh, who, who are in foster care, wow. whose, whose parents are incarcerated. Mm -hmm. Think about that for a moment. Yeah, yeah. If that doesn't give us pause, right. Right. Uh, yeah. we, we can do things differently, mm -hmm. and we can still, our kids are going to be successful, but we have to allow ourselves to think about success in a much wider uh, wider definition. Yeah. Because uh, I remember m meeting Dr. Bradley, yes, your teen is crazy, mm -hmm. <laughs> in 2005 yeah. at the National PTA Convention in, in Ohio. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know how I ended up because a lot of the psychologists I had met were, didn't have any children or it was just not very real right. what was talked about. And I went into his session and it was so awesome because he said, we want to parent towards what we th we think our c our kids um, should be the parents for their for our grandchildren, uh, yeah. and that makes a lot because yeah. that is like the zooming yes, out, right? Right, right? Can we take can we take our our gaze yeah. and look out into the uh, out into the future? Because mm -hmm. this here, yeah, at the end of the day, uh, you know, because fifty year olds who still go around and talk about where they w went to college. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I think we need to zoom out because right. that is not right. I mean I, yeah. and I say this with loving kindness mm -hmm. because you know if that's that's really important but that is not the, not, yeah, that's not the, yeah. that's not who you are mm -hmm. where you went to college right. and let's face it most of the kids when they apply to schools it's not about where they went to school right it is about having a college degree right right yeah yeah. You know, so, and, uh, so we need to just create more path and we need to talk about it in the schools. Mm -hmm. Often I find it disturbing that we don't actually talk about the traits. Yeah. You know, th there's so many People different... People are afraid to ask questions. Yep. I had a psychologist come up to me and mm -hmm. ask me how she could find information on that. Yeah, wow. Wow. You know, because... Yeah. We, I have, I don't know what to do mm -hmm. to fix my toilet right. or the H, the, the furnace. Yeah, yeah. I need, I want good people, mm -hmm. and we need apprenticeships. I come mm -hmm. from a place where we have really uh, good apprenticeships. Yeah. You go to school six weeks. 
I have actually a couple of friends who teach kids who are mm. apprentices yeah. in political science and in English yeah. and metalwork, yeah, uh, yeah. and they are on the job six weeks, they go to school six right. weeks. Right. And you have a really solid... What's interesting is you said apprenticeships because what, what typically we think of an apprenticeship is you're going to be working with a plumber or something like that. You just said English, you said poli-sci. Yep. Like that's amazing. Like I think that's a huge it's step in the right And then when you're done, you, yeah. I mean, you, you, you know, see it before you want you go absolutely. to the Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and, the, and, and, and um, the teachers talk mm -hmm. to the, to the people at work. Yeah. There's a constant, there's a constant feedback. Yeah. Uh, you know, the dental, uh, my friend teaches dental um, hygienists mm -hmm. um, and medical assistants. Mm -hmm. And so they get taught about uh, the billing. Yeah. How, I, I, there's so much. Yeah. And, yes. and that is, you it know. It seems common sense. It's, it, it really would be. It yeah. really would be. We, we're just, I think there's a lot of fear. We're afraid that we are not as good yeah. as the next person. And what we have created doing that is a lot of mental disease. And that's why we're at. Where at we right. where where we are, you know, when the kids when the kids say, um, you know, sixty seventy percent they don't do anything interesting in school, yeah, right, or they don't get to participate. Th there's so much, yeah, there's so yeah. much energy that we could ha we could mm -hmm. harness. And after a while, you know, the educators you would come along. It's just like everything else. Mm -hmm. Change is not not yeah. easy, but I I think where we're at, we need to do something differently because what we are doing. Um, it's not. It's not. It's no. It's not a sustainable yeah. um, strategy. It's not. It's not viable. Mm -hmm. And a lot of kids in the middle are sort of getting, Floating. getting, yeah. getting, getting lost. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. when kids tell you, you know, forty percent of the kids tell you, well, the teacher doesn't even know if I'm learning anything, mm -hmm. right. because we're so, you know, focused on 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 the metrics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, it's amazing. Um, so many good pieces. On uh, was it on um, balance parenting? Onbalanceparenting.com. Yes. No. Dot org. Onbalanceparenting.org. Okay. We'll and we're on Facebook. Yeah. Ba on balance parenting, mm -hmm. and on on Twitter. Balance parenting. Awesome. I will put all that. We'll put all that up awesome. on the, on there. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks. For that being was with fun. Yeah. Thank you very it's, much. Uh, Appreciate fantastic. it. Fantastic. Uh, great advice. Please go to this site. I'll put all the information up underneath the, the, the podcast and the blog. Um, just another great disruptor of education in a great way. Thank you so much. Thank Until you. next time, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk to you on Disrupt Education.